Yo, 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 what's going on? The beautiful people, I'm back at it. Um, I was going to stop doing my podcast, but I just feel like it's, it's too much stuff that's, um, that's going on and it needs to be talked about. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, the brothers and the sisters, the family. Um, so today... We're going to be discussing we're going to be discussing uh, 2024 the start of the new year and everything that has happened from Cat Williams to Stephen A and Jason Whitlock <clears throat> um, but first I want to start off with talking about uh, Stephen A and Jason Whitlock um I wasn't privy to their beef about a decade ago because, you know, I don't really get into all that stuff. Um, it wasn't important to me because two sports journalists beefing is like crazy to me. But um, I had a um, I had a chance to listen to both of them. You know, you got to give them a fair go. And um I think both of them are the, they are both the, they're different sides of the same coin. And what I mean by that is it's heads and tails on the coin. You flip it, it's still the same coin, whether you get heads or whether you get tails. They're the same side. Um, They say the same stuff. Stephen A is more of a fence straddler, so he's more neutral at being a Uncle Tom. Um, and Jason Whitlock is a full-blown Uncle Tom. And my problem with Jason Whitlock is he, well, I don't follow Republicans, I don't follow Democrats, but you have right extreme he, he goes extreme right wing talking points like um <clears throat> well black people are always playing the victim and we believe that black and nobody's saying all that see the, the the thing is and like i said that whole black people aren't victims we have a victim mentality and all this other no pointing out that racism was in this country that they held us back and they continue to hold us about back they continue to hold us the hell back. We have to stop this bull crap of, oh, y'all have a victim mentality. No, that's a very disingenuous statement. It's not victim mentality for pointing stuff out, stuff that still goes on. Jim Crow. That, well, Jim Crow was such as, my grandma was born in 1938. My grandma is 85 years old, going on 86 years old. My brothers and my sisters. Do you realize that Jim Crow didn't stop until the 1960s. Segregation didn't stop until the 1960s. Well, until she was about to be 30 years old when it stopped. Or she was 30, depending on when it was when it stopped. So the, for the first 30 years of my grandmother's life, my grandfather's life, my uh, my great aunt's life, all my great aunts, my, grand, my other grandmom's life, there was Jim Crow, brother. The Jim Crow South. And my grandma grew up in the Jim Crow South in South Carolina. 
you know, so we got to stop this whole, oh, y'all sensationalize. It's embellishment. It's not embellishment. It's nothing wrong with us pointing this out. Nobody's saying that, oh, we need to be held back. We need this and that poverty. You know, we're telling you that y'all have to pay for y'all crimes against the black humanity, which they've never paid for, which they were supposed to be paid for. But black people, especially rich ones, especially these 1% type of dudes, they look down on us. They don't want us in the same rooms with them. That's why them rich dudes, um, they don't want us in the same rooms with them. That's why these old foundations that they got, they don't help the core of black people. They don't help the core of our problems with poverty. deprivation of resources they don't help none of our stuff oh let's go buy some land nigga we can buy land but we need money in order to cultivate the land you need running water you need sharecroppers you need farmers you need all this stuff it costs money we can't just go buy land and that's our power it doesn't work like that we need to cultivate this land we need to grow our own food we need to educate ourselves it's a lot of stuff that we need to do but we can't do it because we don't have the funds to do it. So, uh, you know, I went off on a little tangent, but Jason Whitlock and Stephen A. Smith are the same sides of a different, they're the different sides of the same coin, as I was saying earlier. They're trash, both of them. Um, so it was a lot of people talking about this situation with uh, Jason Whitlock and Stephen A. Smith. Um, some people was on Stephen A. Smith's side. Some people, most people were in the middle because they already know that these two dudes are the same. What I don't like about Jason Whitlock is he tries to make it seem like he's the smartest guy in the room. Um, and uh, we pander to black women and, um, you know, I did this and I did that. But Jason Whitlock hates himself. He hates himself because he's not a nice looking guy. He was talking trash about Serena Williams. He said Dionymus wasn't wrong. Dionymus is a piece of trash that said that those are some hardcore hoes. And then it's like, well, rap music says it. No, if y'all not familiar with the 2007 Women's College Ball Championship, it was Tennessee versus Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers, they had the hardcore hoes. Those are some nappy-headed hoes. And I'm like... Y'all was cool with that. Like, people were defending Don Imus. You don't disrespect people like that. We're talking about rap music, which is a form of art. Whether you agree or disagree with rap music, that's up to you. Rap music... has no bearing on how I feel and how I talk. I don't follow rap music to that point where I'm where I'm losing my mind. Oh man, rap music is this and rap music is that and da, 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 da. it doesn't control me. It doesn't control me. Even when I was little, rap music didn't influence me. I never wanted to go pick up a gun because I heard somebody say shooting, they were shooting shit up. I didn't have a fascination with with being a gangster when I was a little. 
I didn't have that fascination. But with social media and these kids are more impressionable than we was because we didn't have access to all these things. Now, if we had access to what these kids have now, do you think we would have turned out different? I don't think so. I don't think that we would have turned out like them because our parents had already built that strong foundation. It, the, the, the rap thing is a parenting issue. And we're not talking about that, though. We're not talking about how parents are letting their kids have social media. We're not talking about how parents are letting their kids uh, run buck wild or watch videos and have access to all these things that's detrimental to them. So my biggest problem with Jason Whitlock is he he says all these things with a black on. No such thing as black on black crime. Crime happens in any neighborhood, but it's only with us that it's called black on black crime. No, they don't say white on white crime. We watch ID channel, my nigga. Like, come on, man. Just stop that nonsense. He has some points about certain things. Stephen A lying in his book. He had a point. Stephen A didn't answer the question. He just went on a, a profanity-laced tirade. And he had every right to defend himself because Jason Whitlock has been throwing little shots and punching at him, and he addressed him at one point, and then he went full circle on his ass. But with that being said, Stephen A did not address anything that Jason Whitlock said about his book by him hitting 17 shots and then there's other people coming out uh saying that like yo i was in college and college recruitment don't work that way and you know and what it does is it takes a dig at Stephen a and his credibility Stephen a has no credibility he never had credibility it's always trust me i got sources and my thing is, I'm not mentioning my source. See, that's the thing, and that's why athletes don't bang with these people is because of your sources. Who's your sources, brother? I'm sorry about that. I'm back at it, but um, um, Stephen A. Smith's credibility has always been shot. Um, your sources and then it, it, it a lot of times they be throwing shit at a wall and some of the stuff catches and some of it don't because it be a lot of times what I've always said and it's been uh, it's been like a year or two I've been feeling like I think Stephen A. Smith is a part of the FBI or he's a <laughs> he's a confidential informant. I just believe he's a confidential informant, man. The way that this dude talked, his mafioso boss talk that he be talking and, and how, you know, when he, and, and, and I will agree with Jason Whitlock that Stephen A does say, oh, man, we black men and all this. No, brother, when you start talking to people, take that black man shit out the, out the order, out the way. Take it out the way, brother. Um, but I do believe that as men, we have a responsibility to be truthful, especially in that business, because when you're dealing with people, you got people's family members, you got everybody all around the world listening, 
seeing what you're saying. And Stephen A. Smith, to me, is just coming off as a liar or a clout chaser. So that happened with those two. Like I said, same person. It's just different. They the same bird, just different wings. So Cat Williams went on Club Shay Shay. It's been the second most watched interview in YouTube history at 50 million. It's probably more than that now. But um, Cat Williams went on there and just set fire on everything, man. He said, this is the year of truth. He said, we don't know why liars lie. Cat Williams, from all accounts, is a good dude. He's been helping people. He's very uh, big on helping. He's very big on charity. Charity. He's a philanthropist. He, he does a lot, man. Um, and those comedians, and he's talking about the Illuminati and how they be having rituals for niggas to get deals. And I believe that shit, man. I believe that stuff, man. I, I believe it. Um, it, because the reason I believe it is because it's been too many black Hollywood actors that have come out and said I wasn't compromising myself to be there. And I always go back to Terry Crews and what I said about Terry Crews. Terry Crews let some man grab his junk. And I've always said that was a bitch move, man. You don't let no man grab your penis, bro. Like, I don't care if you can't work in this town again. I would have punched that man in his face. I would have got arrested and had my wife bail me out. It's happened in front of his wife. My integrity. My integrity would have told me to like, yo, punch that nigga in his face. Eddie Griffin said the same thing. Somebody walked past and the, the guy grabbed his ass and he punched him in his face. And he said, you'll never work in this town. And Eddie Griffin ain't been in Hollywood since, brothers and sisters. And like I said, I don't blame him for not wanting to be around that, that situation because he can tour. He can make millions of dollars of touring. He can shoot his own stuff. He don't need Hollywood. And that's how Cat Williams wrote. Cat Williams was like, no. He said Star Harvey Weinstein wanted to... Wanted to eat his gat up. He said, no. I don't need a movie part that bad. He's like, I don't need a movie part that bad to let a white man suck me off in order to get the part. Um, he, um, he, also, he also was saying stuff that people have been saying for years. Like uh, the woman that played Donna on next on Friday after next, um, she said the same thing. She was like, they wanted me to do stuff that I wasn't comfortable with. She was like, it's just certain stuff I wasn't going to do. She was like, I'd rather just not have the million dollars and just keep the little bit of money that I made and save it and go into other things. She was like, I wasn't willing to do those those type of things to to um, get ahead. And I don't blame them. See, this is like he, like the brother said, this is the year of truth. We are telling nothing but the truth. And like I said, 
I've always tried to give people the news or I've always tried to be a quote unquote journalist and read things and break things down. But it's just telling the raw God's honest truth. That's the only way that we're going to be set free, man, is telling the truth. Um, But it's been so much stuff going on, man, with people. And I think Cat Williams just set the world on fire, man, just because there's a lot of stuff coming out. The brick lady. Her her shit is coming out. The the lady that claimed she was hit in the face with a brick. They got footage of what happened. She got out the car. She the guy said she was punching on me. So I hit her back. And the police said that's not assault. That's grounds of mutual combat. You hit me, I hit you, we call the day. You can't sue me. You were the aggressor. They said that she was the aggressor. So, um, she got exposed Houston. She's on a run from the Houston police department because she's been lying. She scammed. She got her money by way of fraud. So, you know, you got your detractors. You got people still defending her. Like, uh, what's the guy named Coonches Lee? Um, he's a coon, man. Uh, this, this dreadhead wearing nigga. Um, and I hate talk. I hate like talking about these people in this way but what what bothers me is he's another Derek Jackson he's trying to pander and he gets speaking engagements because he's always propping up these so-called black women and he handles them with kid gloves I said black women are the only women in America that has to be handled delicately with kid gloves and you can't call them out because if you call them out, you're seen as a misogynist. You're seen as a patriarchy type of person. It's always seen as you gaslighting. I'm going to tell you what gaslighting is. And a lot of black women do this gaslighting thing. The gaslighting is, oh, you don't argue. You don't argue with nobody else. You argue with females. No, you are a human being before you're a female. You're human first. So once you step out of the realm and you disrespect me or you put your hands on me and I put my hands back on you, that's grounds of mutual combat. That's not everywhere. So I'm not telling niggas you can't just if a woman punch you in certain parts of the country, you can't do shit. But I'm saying in Texas, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to defend yourself, period. But my thing is. They can punch on you. They can disrespect you. And it's all okay. But when you react to that, oh, I'm a woman now. But you wasn't a woman five minutes ago when you was punching on me and disrespecting me, calling me out of my motherfucking name. But now all of a sudden, oh, I'm a woman. And y'all, da, 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 y'all need to stop pandering. No, stop that pandering shit, man. Cut that pandering shit out, man. Consciously, stop pandering, you punk nigga. That's what you is, man. A little punk. All this pandering you doing and then you go home to some Griselda the Blanco looking built bitch that's at your house. Like, stop it, man. Because what happens is when y'all put these videos out, when y'all are attacking black men like Derrick Jackson used to do, it sets a precedent that everybody can do what he's doing. Oh, Jonathan Majors and all this. Don't bring Jonathan Majors into this. This has nothing to do with it. He's not 
that man never claimed to sue anybody. He never claimed he was hit. And I got to talk about this Jonathan Major shit, man. Like, that shit was crazy. The man ran from this white woman. He was a track star, ran from her, and they still found him guilty. Not on, not on the assault charges. It was just reckless endangerment. So in order to get him off of, in order to get her off of him, he put, he stuffed her ass back in the car. You know, he did what he was supposed to do. You get, you get up off of me because if he didn't get up off of her, if he didn't get her up off of him, she probably would have tried to kill that man. Just another thing that only fan star that stabbed her boyfriend, stabbed that man up. These situations when you are in these situations and you with these toxic females, you have to get the hell away from these fucking women, man. You got to get away from these fucking toxic women, man. And females, get away from these toxic men. The first sign of a flag, get the fuck up out of there. And I'm telling you that now. I'm telling people that now. I'm telling people now, man, get away from these toxic people. They are going to drag you down. They will drag you far enough down to the depths of hell. They will try to kill you. And then you will be the villain. And I tell everybody, I embrace the villain role now. I am embracing the villain role. If you want me to be the bad guy of your story, have at it. I said, if I see the red flags, I'd rather leave and be the villain than to stay and be a victim of of violence or a victim of a murder. Because that's what's going to wind up happening with these fucking toxic people, man. One way or another, they're going to try to kill you. Or they're going to put you in a compromising situation. My ex-wife used to do that bullshit. Where if I said something she didn't agree with. And if I didn't go along with her get along shit. If I didn't go along to get along. Oh, I'm going to go kill myself. And I told her. After the first time, I'm like, alright. The first time I said, alright, I was wrong. Then you did the shit two or three times after that. Nah, motherfucker, go ahead. Go ahead, jump off the roof if you want to. I don't give a fuck. Because you're not going to. And that's another gaslighting thing. They always trying to guilt trip you into, into seeing everything their way. No, fuck that, man. We not doing that this year. Get away from these toxic people. You're going to become a victim of circumstance. Be the villain in that situation, especially when they're toxic. Be the villain and get the hell up out of there. They're going to come around and I'll, I'll be seeing these comedy uh, skits about that shit. That shit is real, man. People will gaslight you into doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Get away from these people. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's for your mental health. These people don't care about your mental health. People are using mental health as a bag now. And I've been saying that shit. It's people out there that really have bad mental health. That are depressed people that need help. Bipolar people. All these people need help. These people need help, man. And then you got these fucking musicians. You got these rappers. Everybody, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. We don't need to hear that shit. Go get the help and and get yourself in order, man. Because the more you telling us is the more people going to open. You going to open yourself up for the bullets. And when I say bullets, I mean all the bullshit that's going to come your way. You're going to open yourself up for that shit, man.
You're going to open yourself up for that shit, man. Get up out of that. I'm telling you. Um, just uh, the last couple years, I've been dealing with that bullshit where I'm always the villain. You know what? I embrace it. I used to want to go out my way to prove to people. I ain't got to go out of my way to prove nobody's shit. If you don't bang with me, you don't bang with me. And the feeling is mutual, motherfucker. I don't care. The feelings are mutual. I don't give a damn about how you feel about me. Because if you feel a certain way about me, nine times out of ten, I feel the same way about your little punk ass. That goes for any of them. I ain't going to say no names, but the little minions and their leaders and all that shit, they follow each other around. They be throwing shit at a wall, trying to just catch something. No, you can't catch nothing over here, motherfucker. You stay where you at, and I'm going to be where I'm at. And if I'm the villain in your story, it's okay, because every story needs a villain. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with being the bad guy now. Before, I always wanted to be seen as a good person. No, I, I am a good person. Motherfuckers can vouch for that. I don't have to be a good person in your story. I don't have to go out of my way to prove to you that, no, I ain't doing none of that. Motherfucker, they throw dirt on your name. Oh, what? They act this certain type of way. They going to turn on you and blah, blah, blah. Tell the whole story if you want to tell any story, motherfucker. And anybody that believe that bullshit, you can go right to hell right along with them. I don't give a damn. That's what type of time I'm on, man. I'm not, I'm not letting people... I'm not letting people destroy my peace. And that's what I used to do. I used to be a I used to be at peace with myself. But I'm real I used to say I was at peace with myself, but I'm really at peace with myself now, man. I was bitter about a lot of shit. And I had to let that bitterness go. It takes it takes some time because you be wondering why certain shit is happening. Don't question it. Just embrace it and move the hell on. And that's what the hell I did, man. I moved on. I got up out of there, man. You you pull, you got to pull yourself out of that bullshit. Because people are going to try to bring you down knowingly and unknowingly is what my dad said. My dad said people are trying to bring you down. Whether you know it, whether you know they bringing you down or you don't know they bringing you down. They're unknowingly and knowingly bringing you the fuck down. That's what they do. People are not going to change. You're not going to be the good guy. Embrace being the villain. And I've, I've embraced being the bad guy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I ain't got shit to prove to you, motherfucker. So you can keep it pushing. I don't give a damn about none of that shit that you talking about. You speaking bad on my character has no bearings on me. The people that know me know me and they fuck with me heavy. All the people that don't fuck with me, cool. Go to hell. Give a fuck about you. Go play with the devil. Go dance with the devil like you've been doing. That's what y'all want to do. Y'all go ahead and do that. I'm not doing that. I'm staying over here. I'm staying on the winning side, baby. Go be a loser somewhere. That's what losers do. That loser mentality, that miserable mentality, worrying about what other people doing instead of worrying about what you got going on. You worry about your goddamn self instead of talking about people. That's why people are in the situations they in because they talk about people. They talk about their so-called friends. They doing this, they doing that. But nobody ever look, they don't, they don't ever look inside of themselves to see what the hell is wrong with me. Why do I keep attracting the bullshit? You keep attracting bullshit because you are bullshit. You're not looking inside to see it though. The fly trap and you, you catching all these flies because you're attracting flies. You a piece of shit when you attracting flies. Simple. It's simple mathematics. Flies are attracted to shit. That's where they go. 
and you wondering why you attracted the shit. I mean, you attracted flowers because you a piece of shit. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm talking about, man. We not we not doing that. So for 2024, it ain't no new year, new me. No, I'm the same person. I'm just making a couple changes. I'm making a couple changes in how I deal with motherfuckers and how I see the world. Everybody not going to see the world the same, but I'm going to tell you something. If people vouching for you and they vouching for your character, that's all that matter. Them other motherfuckers, they don't matter because they talk shit because they're not happy within themselves. They hate themselves. They don't hate what you have. They don't hate what you, you know, they don't hate what you got or what you have, who you are. They, I meant to say they hate you for who you are. They hate you because people are gravitating towards you. You got everybody laughing and joking and they want to know why you don't fuck with them. You know why I don't fuck with you, motherfucker. All the back channel bullshit niggas be doing. And this shit happens at work too. This shit happened in the, in the, in the sports world. It happens on social media. It happens at work. It happens everywhere. Niggas trying to backdoor you boss. Niggas talking bullshit, man. Stay away from these type of people. If you see the red flags and I've seen the red flags, it could be something small. Take note of that small shit, right? And move over it and past it. Take note of it and be observant. That's what I've been. I've been observed my whole life. I've always observed shit. I see how people move and I just move according to that. And now I don't have to move according to it. I'm just not going to fuck with you. And, and, and it's up to me whether I let you know or I don't let you know. But why do you didn't say? I don't have to say nothing, motherfucker. I've already seen it. So what is the point of talking about it? Because nine times out of ten, that conversation is not going to lead nowhere because you're going to feel how you're going to feel and I'm going to feel how I'm going to feel. So instead, I'll be the villain. Embrace being the villain, man. Embrace it. Because every story needs a villain. But every villain isn't a bad person. There are some villains that are heroes to other people. And that's just how the way, that's just the way it go. And people don't understand that shit. Like you always trying, I've always been in this mode where I've tried to please other people and I've always put myself on the back burner all the time, over overcompensating for trying to make sure everybody else cool, but never checking on Khalif. Never saying, listen, I got to look at myself in the mirror and see what am I doing wrong? Why am I attracting flies? I'm attracting flies because I'm a piece of shit. That's what I had to tell myself. It's not that you're a bad person. You're presenting yourself as a piece of shit. So flies are going to come. The leeches are going to come. I've always tried to do right by people. So most of the time I do right by people. So, you know, I, I've always tried to keep a level head, you know, but Hey, if you want to say that Khalif is a bad person, Hey, I'll be that bad person in your story, bitch. I'll be that bad person in your reality because it's these facts. Telly tubby, fat, stinky, peanut butter smelling niggas that's always behind your back trying to take somebody that they can't have. 
They want what they can't have. They're not jealous of you because of your money. They're jealous because of who you are. They're jealous because of the way you move. They're jealous because how everybody loves you. People speak highly of you. But they always got to throw you down in order for them to feel good about themselves. Well, you can do all that. We embracing the bullshit. We're going to embrace the haters. Your haters are, are, are in their head. They love you. They think about you. I'm glad you woke up today to think enough about me to talk shit about me. I'm glad. And it's all love. So, you know, man, but I'm about to get out of here. I went off on a little tangent, but I just wanted to say, man, it's 2024, man. The year of truth. And we're going, we going to tell the truth. We're going to embrace our haters. Give love to the haters. Love your haters. Because that love always outpowers the hate. If you show them love and you embrace them, they're going to hate you even more. They're obsessed with you. They think about you from day to day. Think about how they can just take you down, but they can't take you down because they pieces of shit. And that's why it's flies flying around them because they a piece of shit. I'm out of here. Peace.